This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you once again. This is Pastor Albert Pendorus, pastor here at Radio Missions at the Voice of Truth broadcast, and the old Trailblazer speaking to you at this time. We're bringing you a study on the Antichrist Bible or the RSV, Revised Standard Version Bible, showing you the error, how that the translators have uh, purposely taken out much of, of, of what's uh, true in the Bible, the deity of Christ and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're looking at a, at a portion of, of the study today on a bloodless religion, modernism, a bloodless religion. And we want to study some of the passages in this new Bible and see how they've deliberately humanized the Lord Jesus and left us no substitute for our sin. If you have your Bibles there, and I hope you do, turn with me to Matthew twenty-seven fifty-four. Now, when the centurion and they were that with him Watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly this was the Son of God. Now let's read the Revised Standard Version. When the centurion and they who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake, what took place, they were filled with awe and said, Truly this was the Son of God. Now I want you to notice. I want you to notice now. What what goes on here? Pay pay particular attention, if you will. Born-again believers, listen now, born-again believers have long recognized the choice between the words a and the preceding a phrase, or the phrase, Son of God. As an acid test reflecting faith or unbelief on the part of the user. We noticed that in the RSV version they say, a Son of God, instead of the Son of God. The King James Version reads the capital S, Son of God. The New Bibles has a, little a, a little s, Son of God. A Son of God. They spell Son with a little s. True believers emphasize the word thee as acceptance of the fact that Jesus Christ is the infallible, eternal, omnipotent Son of God. Those who reject his deity prefer a little a, which represents a studied effort to pull Christ down to the level of humanity and make him a mere human being. Now, you say, Trailblazer, that seems like a small thing, but it's not, my friend. It's not a small thing. It's a big thing. It's a large thing. Let's turn back to Mark 15:39. The King James translation reads, And when the centurion which stood against him, over against him, saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost, he said, Truly this was the Son of God. And the RSV version says, And when the centurion who stood facing him saw he thus breathed his last, he truly he said, Truly this man was a Son of God. You see, he substituted the Son of God with a Son of God. Let's note again that they left out the and substituted a. And the translators lowered the capital S in Son to a small s. This is their sly way to discredit his claim to deity. These modernists have not failed to stoop to any depth to take Christ out of the God class and lower him to the man class in human thinking. This same plan is followed throughout the entire Bible. I don't know if you folks notice it or not, but... Everywhere you turn, folks now only talk of sweet Jesus and this and Jesus that and Jesus the other. And then I saw uh, 
a, a, a little advertisement the other day on some of their coming up uh, things that's going to be taking place in the magazines for our for what they call the Christmas season. And they had a place where they had a baby Jesus, so-called, dressed up in a red Santa Claus suit with a red hat. And the caption read, Come, ask Jesus for something. Come, ask Jesus for something. Depicting him as Santa Claus, my friend. And then the other day I was riding down the highway, and I saw a big billboard on the top. It said, Don't let me have to come down there. And at the bottom it said, God, don't let me have to come down there. Don't make me have to come down there like he was talking to the world. And it signed it, God. Oh, my friend, I wanted to, I wanted to hang my head in shame. And listen, my friend, listen. Let's notice the violence or the hurt or the harm that they have done to Revelation 1.13. The King James Version says, and in the midst of the seven candlestick, like one unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. Then the Revised Standard Version reads, Revelation 1.13, And in the midst of the lampstands, one like a Son of Man, clothed with a long robe and a girdle around his breast. Here we notice they left out the definite article, the, and substituted the definite article A, and they lowered the capital S in sun to a small s. We see these modernistic translators literally wreck this scripture because in the first chapter of Revelation, we have one of the most glorious and gracious pictures of our crucified, buried, and risen Lord as the living judge priest, the head of the church, churches, walking in the midst of the churches. He is spoken of here as the Son of Man, and he is the Son of Man. That does not mean that he is not the Son of God. But we see here, him here as the judge priest before whom every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord to the glory of the Father, according to Romans 14.11 and Philippians 2.9-11. through 11. This National, Church, National Council of Churches of Christ in America must do away with Christ as deity and Lord before they can set themselves up as a voice of authority. Now let's turn to Daniel 3.15 or 3.25. Daniel 3.25, where we'll find one of the most dastardly tricks that Satan ever pulled in mutilating the Word of God. Here in this third chapter of Daniel, we have the story of the three Hebrew children who were cast into the fiery furnace. Someone came to the king and said, King, you cast three men into that furnace, but we see four. Now let's quote the King James Version, Daniel 3.25. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Here we see the definite article, the, used, the Son of God, and the word Son begins with a capital S. Now, turn to the Revised Standard Version, Daniel 3.25. He answered, But I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire. They are not hurt, and the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. A son of the gods. We see in this, in this verse, they changed the article, the, 
to the indefinite article A. They lowered the capital S to a small s. They changed the word God, spelled with a capital G, to the word gods, spelled with a small g, and made it to read a son of the gods, G-O-D-S, small letters. Now, my friend, let me make a frank statement. You get it. These translators have done their best in mutilating the Bible to make God speak their language. They have placed themselves as a voice of authority, and instead of translating the Bible, they have interpreted it. As we said, trying to make God speak their language, trying to bring down Christ to their level. When they have done this, they console their own guilty conscience with this false reasoning that since the Lord Jesus Christ is not deity, they do not have to repent, and thus they will not have to bow their knee to him. Therefore, they become their own God, do as they please. They have set up man then as their own God, and this is a doctrine of the Antichrist. When they in their own minds brought Christ down to the level of mere man and made him man only instead of God, then they ruled out repentance out of the Bible. To show you that they have deliberately left out repentance, let's turn to Matthew 9.13 in the King James Version. But go ye and learn what that meaneth. I will have mercy and, sac- and not sacrifice, for I am not called Come call, I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Now let's turn in the Antichrist Bible, or the Revised Standard Version, and read Matthew 9:13. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. You'll notice the Revised Standard Version that they leave out repentance. There is no indication that they have left it out. Once, of course, these modernistic scholars know nothing of repentance, being spiritually blinded, never having been awakened by the Holy Spirit to their lost condition. They know nothing of being guilty, undone, lost. Therefore, they're not saved. They're just blind leading the blind, and they'll all fall into the ditch, which is hell, according to Matthew fifteen twelve through 14. Now, my friend, I hope you, I hope you're getting something out of this study. I hope that you're not throwing it over your shoulder. I hope you're not stomping out and and won't have it. But my friend, let me remind you that I have a pamphlet I put together on all the, the different revisions of every version of the Bible. Picking out verses and chapters here and there and yonder. This is just a sample that I'm bringing you. It's much more of it there. Very much more of it there. In this little pamphlet, it will show you The error, one error after the other. In every uh, false translation of the Bible, those who have taken their aim on the deity of Christ, have watered down the gospel, they just won't have it, my friend. They want something to suit themselves. They just want it to suit themselves. And it's under the influence of Satan, our old arch enemy, that they're doing these things. uh, Satan, my friend, is the prince and power of this world. This air that you and I breathe is polluted with Satan. And it's only by the grace of God that any man is ever saved. The Lord has to bombard, uh, come through the stratosphere with the Holy Spirit to even touch your heart or mine. I praise the Lord he touched my heart one day. I know that I'm just an old stick in the mud to a lot of folks. Pastors avoid me like I got the plague because they don't want to hear. They don't want to. They don't want to know 
But, my friend, they rather have their golf courses on the evenings, every evening, go out to the golf course, wear their little short shorts and a little, little uh, golf T-shirt. And, and play golf, dock the ball around to a little dark and then go by the clubhouse and get a high ball and come on back to their study and, and, and attempt to get ready for next Sunday. Now, my friend, I know what I'm talking about. I know. I know individuals who do that. Oh, listen, folks. Our, our ministry, our, our ministry has gone to the world. Our folks have gone to the world. There's no separation there. God's people are a separate people, my friend. And that's what we have here at the old Trailblazer broadcast. We have a few folks whom the Lord has saved, separated us from the world, and given us a desire to send out the true gospel. We don't do this for our help. We don't do it to make money. We do it because the Lord called upon us, laid it upon our hearts to go forth, preaching the gospel, refuting error, my friend. And we're going to do that as long as the Lord gives us breath. And and I, I appreciate any of you who want to hear these broadcasts, if you want them to keep on the radio, if you would let us know, it'd do our hearts good. If there's anybody out there listening, is there one poor soul out there today listening? If you would, pick up the phone and call me here at uh, 225-664-8658. Now, ask for Pastor. Ask for the old trailblazer. And my friend, you may be mad as a hornet. Because you don't believe nothing or anything I've said. But that's all right. I'll be glad to talk with you and reason with you out of the scriptures. Yes, out of the scriptures. Day by day we give you, thus saith the Lord. This is the old trailblazer. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here at First Baptist Church of Algiers in New Orleans. And uh, remember, my mailing address is Radio Missions or just the old trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Pray for me. Would you do that and let me know until next time? Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658. 